You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 180. Today we'll read Colossians chapter 2 together. Paul explains Christ versus the Colossian heresy. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. In 1993, Mitch took me to Maui for our first anniversary. Neither of us had ever been to Hawaii, but it immediately took a hold of our hearts and refused to let go. In our usual style, we had pre-booked lots of activities, not wanting to waste a moment. We smile when we remember that trip. On Tuesday of that week, we canceled all of our busyness and spent the rest of our time with me on the beach reading a book and watching him body surf for hours. We slept on the loungers on the lanai, and of all silliness, watched Bonanza reruns. Maui will always be our symbol of letting go, relaxing, and spontaneity, none of which we are very practiced at to this day. We know a lovely family now, who owns a two-bedroom, two-bath condo right off the Kaanapali Golf Course in Lahaina, and are generous enough to rent it out when they're not there. It has become our go-to home away from home when we're in Maui, and we have difficulty imagining staying anywhere else. Our habits are much the same, no matter who comes with us. We land in Kahului Airport, we rent the car, we go to Costco with our rebate check from the previous year, and we buy groceries for the week. Sometimes we visit Haleakala, Sometimes we do the road to Hana, but must-dos include lots of snorkeling, lots of strolling, and lots of relaxing. On Sunday mornings, I walk across the dew-soaked golf course to attend Kaanapali Beach Ministry held at Leilani's Restaurant in Whaler's Village, sometimes with loved ones and sometimes alone. I watch that Hawaiian sister interpret how great thou art through hula taking worship to a whole new level. Why am I telling you all of this? (laughs) Well, the condo might not be available for that much longer, and we realized we've never been there alone. And because when I got up this morning, Mitch was looking at flights for January. That will mark a year since he's been anywhere, and that's a long time for Mitch, maybe even a record. He just has to have something that he's looking forward to. What energizes you? Do you like to travel? 
Is there a spot that warms your heart? Share your thoughts with me at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Colossians chapter 2 For I want you to know how greatly I am struggling for you, for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me in person. I want their hearts to be encouraged and joined together in love, so that they may have all the riches of complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one will deceive you with arguments that sound reasonable. For I may be absent in body, but I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see how well-ordered you are and the strength of your faith in Christ. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in Him, being rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world, rather than Christ. For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ, and you have been filled by Him, who is the head over every ruler in authority. You were also circumcised in Him with a circumcision not done with hands, by putting off the body of flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and in the circumcision of your flesh, he made you alive with him and forgave us all our trespasses. He erased the certificate of debt with its obligations that was against us and opposed to us and has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed over them in him. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in regard to food and drink or in the matter of a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of what was to come. The substance is Christ. Let no one condemn you by delighting in ascetic practices and the worship of angels, claiming access to a visionary realm. Such people are inflated by empty notions of their unspiritual mind. He doesn't hold on to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and held together by its ligaments and tendons, grows from growth from God. If you died with Christ to the elements of this world, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? Don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. All these regulations refer to what is destined to perish by being used up. They are human commands and doctrines. Although these have a reputation for wisdom by promoting self-made religion, false humility, 
and severe treatment of the body, they are not of any value in curbing self-indulgence. Do you hike? Have you ever looked nearly straight up to your destination, or at least what appears to be straight up, and been utterly relieved that you saw switchbacks? Switchbacks are those wonderful trails that go back and forth in a gratefully gentle ascent. They actually make a grueling hike seem inviting. And they get you to the top. I think Paul is using switchbacks in chapter 2 of Colossians. He starts out almost as if he were writing this letter to other churches, and he doesn't want the Colossians to feel left out. Then he goes on to speak as if warning them that someone might try to deceive them and it will sound very plausible. And of course, the preparation for that possibility is being grounded in the faith and overflowing with gratitude. Then more reminders of who Christ is and why they first came to believe. In verse 16, Paul then mentions offhandedly exactly the things that false teachers are using to distract the Colossians from Christ. Paul takes the opportunity to give some explanation as to why the rules about food and drink and festivals were put into place. Finally, he ends with direct questions to the church in Colossae regarding their submission to these regulations that are perishing. A gentle ascent, but he got them to the top. But critiquing Paul's teaching style is not really why we're here, is it? Part of that gentle ascent is that he's getting us to the top, too. What does this chapter say to us in this 21st century, still waiting for Christ's return? What does this say to those of us who fall back into thinking that if we behave, that if we try hard enough, that if we follow all the rules and follow the right teachers, God will approve of us and let us into heaven? And there we are on the hamster wheel again, going nowhere. Hold the phone, though. Paul isn't quite done. He dangles a huge truth in that last verse. All this trying, all the running, all the doing doesn't seem to muster anything but our rebellious selves. Eventually, we will rebel against all those rules. It's just who we are. The rules do nothing to curb our self-indulgence. For that, there is no substitute except the love of Christ. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, why do we always want to do? It only leads to rebellion. Why do we find it so hard to submit to your kindness? Why do we find it so hard to trust that it's real? Why do we resist your grace? Help us, Lord, to see if only this one thing, the sacrifice that you made so that we wouldn't have to just because you love us. Help us to simply accept your offer. Empty us, too, so that we might be filled with so much peace and gratitude that we would spill over onto everyone we meet. Make us the kind of people that people wonder about. Go before us so that others will ask, what makes you different? And then 
cause us to always be ready to give a reason for the hope that we have. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well. Thank you.